Kara. Hi, Erin. Hi. Do you prefer Kara or Kara Nicole? Ah, uh, Kara's fine. And I got the pronunciation slightly wrong, but you'll have to forgive my Kiwi accent. And that is Kara uh, with a K, by the way, if you're listening in. We are going to be talking to Kara uh, Nicole, Kara, excuse me, about her amazing ability to optimize your life using the most incredible things like foundational work, soul realignment, yoga, Reiki. But before we do that, I want to circle way back to your background because you used to practice high stakes corporate litigation. <laughs> I did. I did do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so I um, I basically decided when I was in middle school that I wanted to be an attorney, and I worked my whole life from that point to become an attorney. I went to um, Duke University School of Law, I published there, and I went on to practice at one of the largest law firms in the Southeast. And this was really the thing that I thought that I wanted. And um, the, and I did, I did it for a number of years. I did it for six years. And the thing was that, that was kind of, that was more than kind of disheartening. But I, I, you know, it's like I finally made it. I finally got everything that I thought I wanted. And I was, I was really unhappy. And I, I, I wasn't, it wasn't clear to me why I was unhappy. I just knew that I was. And I was in a high pressure job. I mean, we, we worked a lot for sure, but I really didn't, I mean, I think a little part of me blamed how much we worked, but there was a bigger part of me that knew like, this isn't the problem. Like the job is not the problem. Um, but at the same time, it was like I kept, searching while I was in that job for answers like why am I so unhappy I have it all and I think too if you were to look at my resume you'd be like wow this is like a stellar resume or if you would look at my life on paper it would look I have this great job and I make all this money and you know with all that money I have like the beautiful home and all the clothes and I get to do all the things and I'm you know very well respected in my field and I'm in this prestigious job and I have one of you know, one of the best jobs you can get as an attorney. And um, at the same time, there was like, I had all these things and I kept telling myself, like, I should be happy. I should be really happy. I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. And yet I felt deeply unhappy. And so finally, it was just like, I kept searching. I wasn't getting answers. It just was like, nothing seemed to be working for me. And so I decided to leave my job. And it was just almost like I, I, I need the space and I need the time to figure things out. And the job was, it was very demanding. It did take a lot of my time. So it was kind of like I wasn't blaming the job, but at the same time, it was like I, I wasn't getting the answers that I wanted and feeling the way I wanted to feel in the job. And so it was like I really, I wasn't sure what else to do, but, but leave that job. And so I did, in fact, leave that job, which was one of, I would say one of the hardest things I've ever done just because I'd worked my whole life for it. It was everything that I thought that I wanted. And on top of that, I, um, I really liked the people I worked with. I felt really respected uh, in that job and in that position. And I had worked a long time too to earn their respect. And so it was like a really 
bad time <laughs> to kind of leave. Like, okay, I've worked so hard to get your respect. I have it, and now I'm going to just leave. And so um, I did leave that job, and I worked for a really good firm. And so one of the things that, that happens in firms like that is um, if somebody wants to leave the firm, and the firm really likes them or respects them or they do good work, the firm will help them get another job because their firm is very well connected. Um, and sometimes people just want a job that's maybe a little bit less stressed or less pressure. And for me, I basically was like, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> I, I'm just going to leave. I, I just, I felt like if I just walk into another job, I'm going to feel the same. I'm not like the job might be different, but I'm going to feel the same. And so I, I left that job. I did not have a plan. I did not know, you know, what I was going to do. It was like, I just couldn't see, I couldn't see that. I didn't know that. I did though think that I thought, you know, give me two weeks away from this job and I'll figure something out. Like just give me two weeks away from like the pressure and the stress and uh, something will, you know, become clear to me. And I was, I was very mistaken in thinking that um, when I, <laughs> after I left that job, I realized really how bad of shape I was in. Like my body was really not in good shape. Um, I had been operating on adrenaline for years. And so when that went away, it was like, when that adrenaline went away, when that push went away, like you have to do this, you have to do that. It was like, I just, I just felt like I had no energy whatsoever. And I had a number of health issues, nothing serious, but a number of health issues um, that kind of showed themselves more to me once I left. It was like everything kind of just, I felt like crashed with my body when that adrenaline went away. And then on top of that, I, you know, something I wasn't expecting was you know, I thought there was a potential that my body was not in good shape because just the lifestyle that I led, I tried to be healthy when I was leading that lifestyle. But again, that was, you know, I worked a lot. So and there's a level of stress to that, that position. Um, but something I wasn't expecting was that after I left that job, you know, you would think like, I did all these things. I had, I had all these accomplishments. I had this great resume. You would think that having done all of those things, I would have some sort of level of like self-worth. Like I feel, I feel good about myself. I've accomplished all these things. And the interesting thing was when I left that job, it was like, I felt just absolutely worthless. Like I was just nothing. Like it didn't matter that I had done all of that stuff. Like it, none of it mattered. And it just showed me that I didn't have an internal sense of self-worth. My self-worth was completely wrapped up in my job and in all of these kind of, this kind of like list of accomplishments. So, um, so I'm, I realized I'm not in a good state <laughs> once I leave this job. And so what I did was I just, I committed myself full time to finding answers. And that's all I did. I didn't do anything else. Like my, my life became, I'm going to research, I'm going to study, I'm going to find the answers that I'm looking for. I'm going to find out why I don't feel good. I'm going to find out why I'm not happy. Um, I'm going to help my body recover. And so I, I, 
I just, that's what I did. I really, I made it my full-time job and I took all these different classes. I trained in all these different modalities. I went and saw all these different healers. I tried all sorts of things, diets, cleanses, all the things like I bought a sauna, you know, I did floats, like, you know, you name it. It was kind of like, I did it. And I didn't just do things um, kind of haphazardly or give things like a little bit of a try. I really gave them a really solid go, like to the point that, like I said, I actually went and got certified in a number of modalities to, to learn more about them and really see like, do these things work? And so after a year and a half of spending all of my time doing this, I felt worse than I did when I was in my job. And that was incredibly discouraging. It was like, nothing works. And what this life is, is just, it's a life of, you know, you take the good with the bad and you watch your body deteriorate and, you know, it's high stress and it's high pressure and that's just what it is. And, and that's what life is. And you don't feel you like, sometimes you feel good. You have moments of joy here or there, maybe on the weekend, but otherwise it's hard. And so it was a really, really dark time for me. And my body was not in a good state of health. It was like all of the things I had done that I that I thought were going to work and that um, other people said really worked. It was like they didn't. They didn't work for me. And so I'm in this dark space. And but I'm part of me was still like, you know, part, I mean, I could have gone back and just practiced law. I mean, I wasn't that far removed from it. I had a great resume. I could have done that. But there was just part of me that was like, keep going. Like, no, I just, I can't accept this. Like there has to be something else. And so one day I turned on a Kundalini yoga class. I didn't know what Kundalini yoga was. Um, I had done yoga for years, but I did not know what Kundalini yoga was. I turned on a class. I did the class. We did some things in the class that, quite frankly, seemed odd to me. Um, but after that class, I felt different. And so I continued to do these Kundalini yoga classes. And the more I did them, the better I felt. I started to feel energized. I started to feel inspired. I started to feel innately worthy. I started to feel good about myself. And so once I saw these positive changes, I just like I had to know more about this practice. And so I went and I got certified to teach Kundalini Yoga, but I didn't get certified to teach it. I just I got certified because I, I wanted to know more about it. And as I went through that process and I was learning more about it, then it started to become clear to me, oh, this is why I'm feeling good. This is why I'm feeling more energized. This is why I'm starting to feel a level of self-worth. And so after I finished the training, and of course, as I'm training, I'm feeling better and better and better as the training goes on. I'm feeling better physically. I'm feeling better emotionally. I'm feeling better mentally. Um, after the training, I did in fact decide to teach it simply because I wanted to share it with other people. Just thought, Oh my goodness, if I, if I would have known about this practice when I was practicing law, it would have changed things for me. And I was just, if other people knew about this practice, it could change things for them. So I started teaching it from that place. Um, and then the interesting thing was, as I, the more I did Kundalini Yoga, the more my mind just 
became so much clearer. I just felt so much more inspired. And it was like my life started to make sense. And it was like, it started to make sense to me, okay, when something you know, worked for me, why did it work? And when something didn't work, why didn't it work? And, and, and what are the things I can do or, you know, to really live this life that I'm looking for, this life where I feel energized and excited and creative and, and how do I deal with things like fears and, and um, thoughts that are, you know, maybe what we might term negative. And it was a fascinating experience for me because as these things started to become clearer to me, it was like, I just, started to naturally write this like kind of write this stuff down and I started to think about okay this is helping me and it was like I took myself to even greater levels of you know feeling good and clarity and inspiration and it's like I started to see better okay how do I handle my thoughts how do I how do I handle these different things and um what it led to was I basically ended up I created programs to then help other people and started to work with other people one-on-one -on -one in those programs, coaching them and working through the programs. And then, you know, getting to see like, oh, this didn't just work for me. It's working for other people too. And so it's been, it's been a, a really interesting experience for me. I have to say I never, you know, I didn't obviously see this as my life path. I saw something so different for my life and never would have said I would be teaching, you know, Kundalini yoga. I didn't even know what it was or that I would be, you know, creating my own programs and working with people like this. But um, it, it is what's transpired and I'm, I'm so, I love it. And um, I'm just so happy that I get to be doing this. And, and ultimately, you know, what came to me at the end of all of this was like, you know, we can live different lives. And it wasn't just me that was unhappy in my job. I mean, I, I saw it not in all of my colleagues, but I, I did see it in a lot of them. It was like this kind of, um, kind of this, this like, you know, this isn't, this isn't great, but it's like, we have it better than most people. You know, it's kind of like, no, my life, like I might not be excited to wake up every morning. I might not be passionate about my life. I may you know, hope that I get a day off at some point. And I may just like look so forward to that. But, um, it, you know, it was like, but you know, that's just what life is. And it's it's not great. And, but you know, we have better than most, we make a lot of money and, you know, and, and I just like, we don't have to live that way. This is such a magnificent experience that we live in. And we are such magnificent beings with, such uniqueness and such creativity to express and experience ourselves and also for others to experience. And so, and so, yeah, it's become my, it's, my life has taken a very different kind of course, but it's become now my mission to bring this understanding to other people. Can I first of all just congratulate your incredible bravery on walking away from what other people would have perceived as an incredibly prestigious career a high yeah. level of success. You you were a you 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 are graduated as a juris doctor. I don't know what they mm -hmm. would pronounce it, but it sounds impressive. <laughs> yeah, so in the United States that that would be like the um um yeah, I have a juris doctor. That would be like the, the law degree in and, the United States, yeah. And it was from a um it was always my goal to do this. So so I did get into a top a top law school. 
Yeah, even I've heard of jerk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most people have, yeah. <laughs> so your bravery in walking away, your bravery in saving your own life and valuing your quality of life of saying this can't be all there is and your dedication and perseverance in finding a solution despite having gone through such a difficult period, you didn't give up. And then your research and your diligence in finding out about these modalities and getting certified so that you could then share this with others and transform other people's lives. Wowza. Well, thank you so much. It's it's so interesting. In the moment, you know, I, I certainly didn't feel brave or anything like that. I felt, I felt like I was... Um, like failing. And I quite frankly felt like I was failing. Um, but what I've realized is that, and this is what I help other people with now too, is that, that it, it, it was not, it was not, it was not failing. It, it was in fact, um, a powerful action that I took, even if I didn't realize it fully at the time. Um, it, it was a very empowering yeah. action and it leads the way for others. Your website is gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> Tara Nicole Bittar. Uh, your last name, B-I-T-A-R. Did I get the Other people, I'm sure, will ask you this. So did I get the pronunciation right? Yes, it's Bittar. The other way to pronounce it is like, um, um, it's like bitter. <laughs> and it's not that. <laughs> it's Bittar. Bittar as in guitar, as in beautiful music of life. Yeah. Maximizing yeah. your life with the... Uh, to make sure you're in harmony and sync. I want to talk about your optimization programs, your coaching... Uh, and kundalini yoga be, be, before we leave kundalini yoga how does that differ from other yoga would you would you mind telling me a little bit about that yeah so it is it is different <laughs> um it, it looks quite different so so what most so a lot of like what you see in most kind of mainstream yoga it's it's hot it's like a form of hatha yoga and so hatha yoga is very um focused on like postures with some breathing and so what Kundalini Yoga is, is it does use postures and poses. Um, in addition to that, though, it, it uses a lot of breathing, like a lot of specific different breathing techniques. Uh, it also uses sound currents. So in Kundalini Yoga, there is the use of mantra. It also uses hand positions, eye positions, relaxation, and meditation. And it uses all of those things to create a result. And, and what's happening, why, like why it's using all of those things is actually pretty interesting. So, um, you know, I think in this kind of experience, when we think of, you know, types of physical fitness or types of physical activity, we think about them, you know, making us more flexible or you know, giving us more muscles or, or something to that extent. And while those things certainly carry value, you know, we are dynamic beings. And so what Kundalini Yoga is doing is it, it's working on the physical body. And it's not just, it's, 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 it's actually going a little, it's going deeper than a lot of things with the physical body in that it's working on the nervous system. It's working on the glandular system. It's working on the circulatory system and the immune system. It's targeting these very critical, like these very critical systems. But in addition to that, it's working on the mind. It's helping to bring mental clarity. It's helping to, you know, so that an individual can gain some conscious control over their thoughts. Um, it's also working on the emotions. So, you know, it's, it's not uncommon for people to suppress emotions 
or for people to not really know, okay, what do I kind of do with these emotions when they come, be it anger or sadness or, you know, any of these type frustration. And so Kundalini Yoga, it, it works on the emotional level too. And so it's helping to detox these kind of old suppressed emotions and also to handle and deal with current emotions. And then on top of that, it's working from an energetic level. So in the yogic tradition, there, um, there is a yogic anatomy that Kundalini Yoga is working with. Like you've got the chakras, you've got the electromagnetic field or the aura, and then it actually goes quite a bit deeper in that practice in terms of the energetic bodies and the energy channels in the body and, and how, the, and in the practice, moving the energy through those channels and then through those different kind of those bodies. And so what I would say about Kundalini Yoga is it offers a lot of bang for the buck. I mean, it's like you could do all these different practices to deal with those things, right? Or you could just do Kundalini Yoga. And I think, I mean, I'm pretty, I, I know, like that's why it was having such an effect on me because it was treating me as this whole being. And I needed something more than just like physical, um, but at the same time, I needed something more than just mental or emotional because we are interconnected with our physical bodies. So I had a really weak nervous system. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize the importance of the nervous system and how in me strengthening my nervous system, how dramatically that changed my experience. Again, because everything is connected. And so it's really treating us again as these whole beings and in doing so, I believe like that's why it can that's why it really elevated me and it really changed my experience. Can can I say I am so excited about the fact that you live stream yoga kundalini yoga classes. Uh yeah. you membership uh which can be uh accessed through your web, through your website and you're now offering live streaming of kundalini yoga. Mm -hmm. So I do that because I mean partly because of I mean, the situation that we're in right now, Kundalini Yoga is really something that we do a lot of heavy breathing. And so um, given the current situation, live streaming actually works quite well for it. But the other reason I do that really is because when I was working, the only time I had to exercise was four in the morning. That was it for me. Like getting to go to workout classes, not going to happen. So what I, my goal in everything that I do is to make it super accessible. So if you have a really busy schedule, this is accessible to you. So I do it live stream and then what I do is I also provide after each class access to the recording of the class so that no matter what your schedule is, you can do it. And so I have some people who do the live stream and then who also do the recordings because it gives them an opportunity to like if they want to, you know, if they want to do the practice more often they can. And then I have other people who like making the live streams that that just doesn't work for their schedules, but they have the recordings and so that they can do those whenever they can. And I think, you know, people are busy. And so I really want to make it super accessible. And the other great thing about the replays is I can pause if I, and I can rewind if I want to explore something again, or if I want to see something again. And, and as you said, uh, I can fit that in with my schedule and it doesn't matter what country I'm in. And it doesn't matter what part of the world I'm in. So thank you Absolutely. for making optimization accessible. You've been <laughs> in a natural state. And I leapt around the room and sang when I read this, because this, this is exactly what I believe, is one of abundance, success, creative fulfillment, excitement, energy, and 
joy. Would you tell me about these incredible optimization programs? You've got one called the Foundation. Yeah, so these programs are so so basically the what I came to and all the different trainings I had and the you know, all the kind of different things that I went through. And also too, like I had really been looking at this stuff since I was a kid. I mean, I was reading like self-help books in middle school. So, and then I was a philosophy major. So these, these questions and these things have always kind of been on my mind. Um, But ultimately what I came to is that our natural state of beingness, it is these things. Like we are, we don't have to become something. We already are it. This doesn't mean that we're not here to express creatively and experience that, but that's different from us becoming something. That's different from us saying, I operate from this place of lack and deficiency that I have to remedy. Like those are very different. And so, and what I'm finding is, is that you know, if we if we want to live our op, what I call our optimized life, if we want to live these lives that feel so good to us, that are exciting to us, where we feel energized and we're passionate about life, and we we have the health we want, we have to have a clear understanding of ourselves and how we function. And I did not have that clear understanding, and I am finding that others don't either. In the sense that, you know, it's like, well, how do you get what you want? You work hard. And it's like, well, I know that doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, it works to a certain extent, but you'll get certain things by working hard. But are you going to get what you really want by working hard? And in fact, I would say that um, that concept of working hard, there, there's actually some, some kind of big misunderstandings in that in terms of when we, you know, what that actually means. And so with my programs, my goal is like, I kind of call, I call it, it's like the education we should have had but didn't. Um, it it's really about the individual understanding them and how they function. And so the foundation really lays this foundation for an understanding of you, like an understanding of who you are and how you function and how it is that you get what it is that you want in life. And then with the thoughts program, what I do is I go, I take it further because thoughts are very, they're a much more kind of complex thing. And so then with the thoughts, I go into detail with the thoughts and how the thoughts work and how do we consciously choose our thoughts and how do we like use our thoughts to really have the experiences that we want to have. And again, with things like thoughts, you know, I, these are things that I, you know, had studied before and we have this thing called positive thinking. And my experience with that is it just simply didn't work. And like, there's reasons for this. Like it's a, again, it's just an understanding of who we are and how we function and how our, how our thoughts actually work. And, and I do it in a way that breaks it down and makes it really um, clear and takes it step by step. So that it's establishing these very strong and clear understandings that the person can then take and have them for the rest of their lives. And the way I structure the programs is I have a series of recordings that are like go throughout the program. And I do that because, again, when I was working, like I'd go to all these different practitioners and healers and whatnot. 
and it would be like we'd sit down and it's like i mean just i didn't have the time for them to explain stuff to me i just didn't like i needed it to be super efficient and super effective and so i do the recording so that i'm really getting things to people in a way that's like efficient and effective like they can listen to those recordings while they're cooking dinner they can listen to them while they're going on a walk you know they can listen to them you know wherever they are if they you know if they miss a piece of them just rewind it listen to it again you know and then they can also listen to them they can repeat them because again like our subconscious mind it responds to repetition and so i created like this program to say okay what's the most efficient and effective way to do this and what's the most efficient and effective way to do this for people who might be really really busy but then on top of that i do have i include in the programs um, sessions with me because I think that just having recordings alone, while it's very helpful, if you really want to understand this stuff and if you really want to have the understanding advantage point of yourself that is really going to move you forward, you want to work with somebody because people really get in their own kind of, it's like they, they it's like, they, you know, it's kind of like tunnel vision in a way. They just, it's hard to see things yourself sometimes that other people can see much more clearly for you. And so, so far I've found that this, the way I've structured it, um, it's, it, it is working and it's working for people who are, you know, busy, who really have busy schedules. So, and then of course I include in, in all of my programs, a membership to my Kundalini yoga classes, because I do think that they are so effective. And for the people who are really busy, um, in the program, if I get people who are just really busy, sometimes I'll just send them. I'll just make certain things specifically for them. Like here, just do this for three minutes while you're in your office, you know, or do this for five minutes before you leave for the office. So. And you can listen to one of the recordings straight away. If you jump on the website, there is a button to actually get a, a taste of what the recordings are like. You've got options to add, and this name made me sing manifesting blueprint and i am all about the woo i'm a <laughs> i'm a mix of pragmatic and woo basically mm -hmm. i'll clean your closet out but i'll also explain to you how it's going to help your your mental well-being um but what is a manifesting blueprint yeah so um my i i'm similar to you in that i really like my thing was i wanted results i didn't care what gave me the results i wanted them and so if something gave me results, even if it seemed like, okay, this is kind of different, you know, I still ultimately was like, but it gave me results. And so these two, the, the manifesting blueprint, I also do another reading called a soul realignment reading. These readings are a little bit, they're a little bit different. And so, um, and I do have on my website recordings that, you know, do go into detail about them just because I want people to understand what they are, because I do try to keep everything you know, very um, Accessible. practical for people. <laughs> <laughs> Being a corporate former cor corporate litigator, like I, you know, I, I understand where a lot of people's minds are. But at the same time, I do want to bridge the gap in a sense, because like what I care about is results. And if something gives results, then it gives results. And so the manifesting blueprint is something that I came across I came across it after I had written my programs and I was just blown away by how beneficial this reading was for me. Like I got one myself 
which is what happened. I got a soul realignment reading first. And then after that, I got a manifesting blueprint reading. And so I would recommend these readings pretty much for the manifesting blueprint. I'd recommend that pretty much for anybody. So what it is, is it's a reading that sets forth what a person's gifts are. So we all have our own unique gifts. And we, when we express those gifts, when we use those gifts, that's how we get energy. That's how we're energized. And when we're not expressing and using those gifts, it's almost like it's almost like then we're in kind of the hard work phase. Then we're in the, like we're pushing something into kind of existence. And we can do that. But when we're operating from our gifts, it's like that's where we're really getting our energy. That's where we're getting our abundance. That's where that flow, that ease is coming from. And that's where we really, really create. And that's where we love to be. Like that's what feels good to us because that's our natural state of beingness. And, and people are different. Like we don't all have the same set of gifts. And so the manifesting blueprint is going to first give the person what their gifts are. And it's such a fascinating thing when I've done these readings for people and even having them myself, because it's like part of me was like when I heard my own gifts, I was like, oh, yeah, I can I can see that. Yeah, I definitely I was like, yeah, I def actually I definitely kind of see that. But then I was like, at the same time, I'm like, wait, but it's almost like you, you're, you're so in your own kind of experience. It's like, you're like, wait, doesn't everyone kind of have that? <laughs> Can't everyone kind of do that? Because it's so natural to you. It's like, it's so natural to the per people who hold those gifts. It's almost like they just have this idea like, oh, but everybody can do that. It's like, no, they can't. You can do that. <laughs> like, that's your thing. And so what I found is it just really helps. It really helped me. And I, I see it helping others to just own very strongly own, like, these are my gifts. And it helps them too in making decisions because it's like, okay, well, is this the thing for me to do? Or is this the thing for me to do? Well, is this an expression of my gifts? Yes, it is. Go for it. Like go full force, go all out because that's where you're going to get your abundance. Like that's the thing that's going to feel good to you. And so I've seen it in my own life and I've seen it in other people's lives just really benefit them. And then in addition to that, in the manifesting blueprint, you get, so we all manifest or create in different ways because again, we're unique beings. And so what the manifesting blueprint does is it goes through a number of these different kind of characteristics that an individual holds and how that individual as a unique individual manifests in this experience. And this was, this was so beneficial for me because, um, again, some of the things I was like, oh, yeah, I could totally see that. But I never really I never really owned it. Like I never really went full force like, oh, no, that's the thing for me to do. Like that's the thing that's really going to help me. And then some of the other things in my reading, I was like, wait, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> like, I don't think that's me. I, I'm pretty sure that's not me. And then at the same time, I was just like, well, let's try it. Let's see. And so I tried it and I was just like, oh my goodness, it was like the lights turned on. Oh, that is me. And it's like, it's, it's made my life so much, I don't know if the term is easier, but it's like, there's so much more flow. There's so much more like, it's more clarity. It's more, um, oh, I'll really go after this thing because I know that that's how I function and I know that's who I am. And so, and the other thing about these manifesting blueprints is they really give you an understanding of yourself 
but it also can give you an understanding of others because if you're one way, that means other people might be a different way. So it's almost like you can say, well, I'm this way, but I know that not everyone's like me. So I really think like just looking back at my childhood, when I, after I got my manifesting blueprint, like I did mine and then I did my, like I had mine done. And once I learned how to do them, I did my brother's and we clashed as children. And when I looked at his blueprint and I looked at mine, it was like, no wonder we clashed. We're so different. But it was like, if we would have known that about each other, oh my goodness. It's just like, oh, that's just how he is. It's like, oh, well, that's just how she is. There's no fighting. There's no trying to like make someone different or, or misunderstandings or anything. It's just like, no, we're different. You're structured this way. I'm structured that way. You do you, I'll do me. And so I just think, I think these are so beneficial for individuals, for them understanding and knowing themselves. I also think they're really good for like relationships, for any sort of like, if you're working in groups or teams or families, I think they're so beneficial. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of those readings, even though um, the manifesting blueprint, it, it is kind of different in how we obtain, how I obtain the information. Like most people might not be used to that, but the actual information I think is really practical. And so I think most people would really, um, even if they kind of weren't into kind of different, something might seem different or they weren't into it. I think, I think they would really embrace the, the manifesting blueprint. It sounds like it's a wonderful combination of pragmatic and self-discovery. And personally, if riding a unicorn will get me the results I want, I'll saddle up. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's about hitting your goals and whatever method you use to get there. Uh, I'm going to circle back to clothing. Uh, I help women discover their inner closet, and it's an unusual method because I would take you around your home, and we would talk about possessions you love, and we wouldn't go anywhere near your closet until we'd uncovered your themes, your patterns, your overarching concepts, things that resonated with you. And from that, we'd actually create a style statement, which we then take to your closet. So I understand about approaching things from a slightly different, I don't know many other clarity and closet coaches who start by focusing on why you like a particular teacup mm -hmm. but back to clothes when you were dressing as an incredibly successful incredibly unhappy and very mm -hmm. corporate litigator and what you're wearing now how did clothing pay a role play a role in your journey so it actually played a big role it actually played a big role. So um, one of my favorite things about my job was getting dressed up to go to work. That's one of my favorite things. And I had this beautiful closet and I had all these clothes that I thought were so beautiful. And it was like the highlight of my day. I loved it. And um, when I left my job, I got rid of most of my clothes which was really, really hard for me to do because it was like, I felt like one of the things I just loved about my job, I loved making so much money so I could buy so many beautiful clothes because I love beautiful clothes. So that was it, so hard for me to do, but it was like, I, I felt it in me that it was necessary, that I needed to do that. I needed to cut ties with that job and cut ties with that life that I used to live. So I got rid of most of my clothes. I still have a few things, but very few. And then um, 
you know, I went through this really kind of, I told you, like as I was discussing before, this really, you know, dark time in my life. And at the time I wasn't, I was at home and I was just, you know, doing all this research and trying to figure things out on my own. So there's really no reason to dress nicely, which was really hard on me because I mean, of course, I actually think you always have a reason to dress nicely, but I didn't feel like I did because I wasn't going into the office. And so that, that was actually really hard on me. And then when I started doing kundalini yoga. So interestingly enough, kundalini yoga actually addresses what you wear and addresses clothing. And in that tradition, it's um, they wear a lot of white and they wear a lot of natural fibers. And there's very specific reasons that they do this. And so when I was going through the training, I, I was I was required <laughs> to wear white because like that to wear white and that's like that's just like the, what they do in that tradition and there's a specific reason for it so there's actually a number of reasons for it but um it has to do with uh that so the aura the electromagnetic field that surrounds the body when you wear white it's said to increase your aura by a foot so the aura or the electromagnetic field, it's like if you have a really strong one and a really good one, it can be up to nine feet around the body. And so wearing white increases it by a foot. And then so in addition to that, um, white is reflective. And so in the Kundalini Yoga tradition, it's really about you going within and you knowing you. And so it's like when you wear white, it's almost like you're just like reflecting the outside back. Cause it's almost like you're not that interested in the outside world. Like you're, this is more of like an internal understanding and knowing. And then in addition to that, white is also said to help individuals project out more. So it's like when we're wearing white, it's like we're kind of really putting ourselves out there. Like, look at me. I'm projecting out my creativity. I'm projecting out who I am to the world. I'm not like hiding it away. And so it was just interesting because I had some white things in my closet, but most things were darker colors. I wore more bright colors than most attorneys, I feel like, but it was still darker colors. I and mean, I would say you'd see a lot of black suits or whatever in my closet. And then to go to basically be like, and now you're going to wear all white. <laughs> it was quite a transition. But um, what I found was, and and this is, again, this is what I care about, like, it's interesting to me that the, the 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 that there's that tradition and that they have reasons for it. And like that's all great. But what I really care about is like what's my own experience? Like how do I feel when I wear white? Do I feel different when I wear white? And so what I found was that um, I do feel different when I wear white or just lighter colors generally, as opposed to wearing darker colors. Like I feel different. It makes me feel different. It makes me feel brighter. It makes me feel lighter. I actually really like going into my closet now and looking at it. It's not like I have all white in my closet. I don't, but I have way more white than I used to. I have way more like bright colors. Like if you walk into my closet now, it's just like all this like brightness and lightness. Whereas before it was, had a lot more darkness to it. And so um, I've really enjoyed this kind of transition and journey into wearing very different clothes, wearing much brighter, lighter clothes. And the other thing I wear a lot of now too is natural fibers. 
um, because also in the yoga tradition, there's um, teachings that the, the natural fibers conduct energy differently. I, um, and that may or may not be true. Um, I, you know, I, I believe in, like if the yoga tradition says something and the yogic sciences says something, there's definitely a reason for it. Um, but for me, I just feel like, I feel like everything in my body, I feel like I breathe almost like my whole body's breathing differently when I'm wearing natural fibers than when I was working and I was wearing so many unnatural fibers. So I feel like I've done a complete, my closet has completely changed from when I was working and it's been in a really like fun, exciting and beautiful way. And I would say I feel so good now in the clothes that I wear. I feel like my whole body enjoys those clothes and I feel, I feel lighter and brighter in them. I just like, I feel like they're just a little bit, it's like I feel more exuberant about life in them. So. And that is how clothing should make you feel. I love that. I, I want a virtual tour of your wardrobe someday. <laughs> yeah, of course. Kara, thank you so much. What's the best way? I know you offer, a, I believe you offer a discovery call. What's the best way for people to contact you? So the best way is just to, you can go on my website and um, there are links on my website if you want to, for whatever it is you want. If you want a discovery call, you can just click here and then you can fill out a form. I'll get all of your information and I'll reach out to them. So my website is www.karanicolebatar.com. And also on my website is my phone number and my email address. And so however people want to reach out to me, it totally works. And I do offer complimentary discovery calls. So if people want to learn more, we can, we can talk about it and how these things may benefit them. Oh, you could just listen to this podcast and skip the discovery call and just hire her. <laughs> or do that. <laughs> <laughs> because this is all about efficiency and and effect having mm -hmm. an effective life thank you so much for your time today i learned so much and i look forward to actually one day seeing you in person and attending your class yes Bye. it was so nice to meet you as well thank you so much for having me much appreciated aroha bye bye bye